and welcome to Fiction Cast 15. Yes, 15. We've got that far so far. That's brilliant. Uh, my name's Tony. And I'm Darren. And welcome to Fiction Cast 15, where we're going to talk about one of the earliest projects we did in Fiction Shed, which is VIPs. Uh, if you don't know about it, where have you been? What rock have you been hiding under? VIPs is an amazing project. And it's, like I said, the first one we ever did. So, Fiction Cast 15, a retrospective on VIPs. Yeah, uh, so VIPs, uh, Viper Pilots, set in the world of Battlestar Galactica, because uh, at the time oh, it was airing, yes. um, we were very much fans. Um, um, I think, if if I remember rightly, it was around about, what, season two of Battlestar Galactica? It was season two. It was We, we started doing VIPs just as season two became, started coming to an end. It was that bridge gap, because didn't they have that thing where there was a writer's strike? So then season three was kind of like, what well, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And then did that really weird mid-season split in season three, didn't they? Yeah. So it was either season two or season three that they had the right strike. Yeah, it was... Be- from from what I understand, it, yeah, it's, it's around about that time anyway. It's about 2007, 2008. It mm. sounds about right. Yeah. And I say, best upon Battlestar Galactica, not the old one, the new one. Yep. Uh, which is all good. Um, and, um, yeah, it was an interesting project. It was the first project we did. It was. Uh, tell us a little bit about the inception. So I, I got brought in uh, later. Uh, it was already floating around your head. Oh, it was was floating around my head. It was actually flo- it was floating around myself and Steve Clobry's head. Okay. Um he actually started, this is the, the Inception story, it started one Tuesday lunchtime okay. in the canteen at work. So Steve was sat by the window uh, on at a table eating his sandwiches. I remember quite clearly, quite vividly, he he's held a little white sandwich box. Okay. <laughs> it stopped me from going into too much detail. <laughs> and um, he had a little white sandwich box that he, he brought his sandwiches from home. And I think he was having ham sandwiches that day. I could be wrong, but I'm most probably right, to be fair. Um, and he was sat there looking, uh, playing actually on his Samsung phone. Like I say, too much detail, let me know. And we were talking about the episode as, you know, breaking him off from eating his sandwich and, and, and obviously playing on his phone. Yeah. So we were talking about, oh, did you see that, you know, about Star Galactic episode? He was like, yeah, that was really good, blah, blah, blah. And then we just started having a laugh and a joke. And I said, oh, well, you know, you've got this thing about the Pegasus. So it's around about the time of the Pegasus. Okay. Uh, I think it was, yeah, sorry, i tell you exactly when it was. It was when New Caprica storyline started. So that is the end of season two, the beginning of season three. Yeah. Where they were basically, the Battlestar Galactica had warped or hyperspace jumped away and left them on New Caprica. Mm. Right. Which then obviously moves into Pegasus later on, but anyway, so yeah, that's when it was. That's because we, we were talking about what an ending, and anyway, we were just having a bit of a chin wag, and we're like, well, you know, what they're going to do? You know, they're just flying around aimlessly, and you know, you know, you got these Viper pilots going. Around. It's going to be a bit boring, isn't it? And Steve's like, yeah, it would be. What would you do? You know, just nothing to see in space, is there? And I'm like, yeah, well. This, 
you know, this is an asteroid field, you know. What would you do? And I said, well, you can just play I Spy, couldn't you? And that's when it that's when it started, and uh, we started having this yeah. joke okay. about I Spy with my little eye, something beginning with A, asteroids, you know. <laughs> so, and, and that's how we came up with the idea, and it's actually the first script that I kind of worked on with Steve and bounced ideas off Steve. Mm. So the whole premise is it, that's how it started. That's how we decided to do that uh, as as just as a story concept. Okay. So we kind of wrote it, and then I discussed it with you, and you were like, "Yeah, that's not a bad." It start cutting his teeth on doing doing some doing a podcast because this didn't come as an audio drama. Yeah. This started as let's do a podcast. Now we'd been talking about doing machinima and all sorts of stuff beforehand. Um. So it was. Right, okay, we've got this idea for a, a one-off podcast, because if you watch VIPs 1, um, it is actually complete. Yes. You don't yeah. actually need, you know what I mean? It's a complete encapsulated story, which is cool. And we started about, right, what resources can we do to, to make this a machinima thing? So we were looking around and we found um, some various kind of, apps that we could use and games we could use and also sci-fi channel at the time were encouraging this they produced a battlestar galactica fan make your own episode kit okay with sample footage and music from the show right and images from the show so if you do watch it you'll see that actually it does have graphics that are and footage from the show in. Yeah. We yeah. did not steal it. We have to say that we didn't steal it. We were given it. And it actually says uh, in the credits that it's part of the Battlestar Galactica f- make your own episode. Yeah, stuff. sure. Right. So that's one thing that, because technically the, the episodes are banned outside of the US. Okay on YouTube hmm. because Universal in their great wisdom pulled it. Right. I, I don't okay. think we've ever challenged it, but they've pulled it on the grounds of copyright breach. But I'm like, well, you gave that out for fans to use as part of your make your own episode. Yeah. Production kit, which is, I find really weird anyway. So yeah. And that's when we kind of go on to the tooling and, and what we, what we looked at. Yeah. So I think, if I remember rightly, uh, I, I seem to remember doing some online tutorials for 3D Studio Max. Um, and we were trying to get Vive Pirates flying across. Um, we tried um, the game Homeworld. Uh, we tried that with some mods on. But we do, although, yes, we could get the crafts and stuff like that, uh, I, I don't think we could get what we want. And we had the same when we tried to use Star Trek Armada, uh, which, again, with mods. And then um, you tried a few additional things, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. I mean, I think the problem that I had with, with the Homeworld one was, and I think I've still got the problem with using those for Machinima, is the light trails, the direction trails, the yeah. streaks, yeah, yeah. kind of were distracting. Um, sure, yeah. So we went around and we looked at it for various things, and I think the Machinima engine we kind of optimised, uh, stuck on, and eventually used, was the Beyond the Red Line. That's right, yeah. At, which was actually a fan application, a fan game based on uh, BSG. So, That's right. Yeah. Uh, we did actually get some kudos from the guys who made it as well, actually. They were quite happy that we'd used it. 
Okay. So we used that. We used Garage Band for the audio, like probably Darren is doing right now. I am, yeah. Cheap, cheap skip. And um, iMovie is the tool we use to put it together. That's right. Yeah. Uh, an, in, an interesting tidbit about um, what iMovie is, there are internal and external shots yeah. of the cockpits, um, which is interesting because um, if you look at the internal cockpit shots and you'll see all the buttons and dials. Yeah. Those buttons and dials are actually the inside of a cockpit from a 737. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Which is an interesting tidbit that, you know, aviation people will know that and, and spot that straight away. But yes, it's actually the inside of a 737 mm. um, as a template. Um, Audio-wise, on my side, mastering the audio, um, it, was done in, it, it was done in Logic. Okay, um, sure. And used the plug-in called uh not roger beat but roger squelch i think it was okay yeah. so he gave you the you know uh hey hey argos what are you doing yeah yeah so there, there were three settings there was the quintar beep there was uh, just a standard beep and then there was the, the squelch for the roger beep sure yeah. uh, the quintar one is the one where you you'd hear for houston got you okay yeah it's like a very certain pitch one it's not just a straightforward beep it's the beep beep so yeah that's interesting and that was done in logic logic 8 express which is really cool way okay, back then cool um, so that was the audio side um on that and then obviously the graphics were done in there we used fraps to record the video oh we did yes fraps fraps um obviously it's a very very low uh, I think it was something daft like 800 by 600 or something. Resolution. I think it was even lower than that because when we did Might it, it was designed for YouTube. Um, so it was like 576, I think. It was, it was quite low resolution. No, yeah, but you've got to remember, it, YouTube back in 2008 had a, had a resolution limit and a time limit of 10 minutes. That's right, yeah. So we did it um, sparingly. I may have the dvd version still kicking around okay. there was a better quality dvd version somewhere oh, interesting uh, in fact yes i know i definitely got it yeah pebbles yeah cool, definitely cool. have that still um when we got to episode three we, we i think we decided after two episodes of trying to mess around with um some space um some space games some space tooling uh we decided because we were a fan of machinima and um, we were big fans of red versus blue we I thought think it's red versus blue that did it. To be yeah. fair, um, we thought right. Well, let's let's redesign the story. Let's get them down on a planet, and then that way we can do red versus blue. Uh, because we had um, Halo engine, and we could both use that, and we could then do additional stuff. Yeah, and it was it was it, <laughs> it was very heavily influenced by Red versus Blue. Oh, by absolutely! Teeth. I mean, episode three was uh, was a proper homage. It was an homage, actually, wasn't it? It was yeah. an homage to um, Red versus Blue because even isn't the title an homage? Um, I in, in a in a box canyon. Uh, in a box canyon, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a box canyon, which is isn't that the name Blood of Gulch, one yeah. of the Blood Gulch? But isn't that actually what they call one of the first episodes of red versus blue i think so Possibly. yeah sorry i tell you exactly where that is it's called in a box canyon because one of the characters i think it's griff 
in Red vs. Island, now this is taking me back, says, where is everybody going? We're just in a box canyon. Yeah, sure. So that's it's a direct homage to uh, yeah, Red vs. Yeah, yeah. Blue. Sorry for being pedantic there. No, it's okay. Um, uh, we did. Um, so we, well, we penciled another six episodes, I want to say. Five, six episodes. I thought we did a whole ten episode season, didn't we? I think we got the idea, but we didn't get much further with more than about four or five, I think. Um, And then this was going to be on the planet, and it was going to be their goal of getting off the planet and back to Galactica. Yes. That sounds about right. I mean, we started looking at the Halo 2 engine. We did, yeah. As well, because I think the story was they were going to be rescued somehow. Yes. And then they would be caught martialed. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. For being for being deserters or absolute idiots, whichever which wherever you want. We'd follow that kind of adventure and wouldn't they they lead to escape or something at that point, I can't remember. Yeah, there was something about a garbage disposal truck or something. The, 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 we had ideas. We had ideas. <laughs> it was well, it was a fairly well thought out story, yeah. I will hasten to add there, I think. Yeah, but um, yeah, and I think, I think the initial story arc was just these two bored Viper pilots, yes, um, and quite frankly, they're both idiots. Let's be let's be fair. Yeah, you've got the nice nice but dim country boy Herp, and then you've got the the, the disinterested um, <laughs> egotist of, of of Argos. Yeah. Um, who's just just doesn't have patience anymore for anything and wants to give up and pop the hatch? That's right. As he yeah. says, "I'm just going to give up and pop the hatch." Oh, how how much would he? I don't think Argos would have survived uh, lockdown. So, <laughs> to be fair, he'd have probably liked it just being sat in his little cab, <laughs> away from everyone said, and everything. They go there, yeah, nobody talks to me. Oh, I'm going to end it all and pop the hatch. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess that takes on to casting uh, So this was one of the small projects we did And this was just you and I I yes, think we had ideas to bring additional people people in later uh, With the additional roles But it didn't go that far So it was it was only ever you and I Yep, and that, that's what it was uh, I pitch shifted my voice down for Herp um, yeah. Then I put on that kind of accent And it was like, okay, man um, just to be different, because there's, there's no point in having two British people in space. What, yeah. What's what's the uh, what's the chances of that happening? Eh? <laughs> oh, astronomical! Um, and I think it, I, I we we looked at it at the end of the second episode, which is Agnes, mm. um, which is <laughs> it's, a, it's probably one of the best cliffhangers I can think of because <laughs> it's. What you've got to what you've got to understand is when we're writing this, we're writing this with a British sense of humour and yeah. a sense of irony. Okay, yeah. so when it's written, it's written with irony in mind. If you want to really experience it, go watch Red Dwarf. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, the first one was, you know, we're bundling through this kind of this, this asteroid field. We're bored, and then we we're so engrossed, these two characters are so engrossed that they don't understand the enemies behind them. Yeah. You know? And that was decided to be, that was the end of it, you know, up to you whether you decided as a as a, as a viewer or a listener or whatever to that, 
whether they died or not, or that was entirely up to you. And then it was it was fun to do. Yeah. So we decided that we we're going to follow it up. So this idea, and I remember me and you putting this together, was what? Okay, fair enough. Let's do the old previously on Battlestar Galactica joke, which yeah. we did, and we then put together this 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 premise of what would happen. Because we were talking about the, the Cylons themselves, the new skin jobs, as they were called, yeah. were, was, were, were, def, were defined male and female. But the question came up is, if they are part organic and part mechanical, yeah. do they have male and female um, toasters? Yes. As they were called, right? So, <laughs> So we came to the conclusion that... Yes, this is a Cylon ship. It was built as a ship. But wouldn't it be ironic if we made it a lady? Mm. Because when you look at it, you know, it shouldn't have any kind of designation. But we said, we're going to make this a lady and we're going to give it the name, random name, Agnes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was like, what? What? <laughs> How the hell did you pull this? But and then I thought, well, why don't we pay homage to the original Battlestar Galactica and use the vocoder voice from the original Cylons in the series? Mm, okay. Because the the original Cylon, the original or the toasters in the new series didn't speak. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not until Caprica. Yeah. But anyway, let's. Let's talk about Caprica the Bear. So I said, well, I've got the vocoder, so we can do vocoder. So I've got a vocoder. There you go. We now have the voice for Agnes. We can examine how little we know about the toasters and how much people presume about them. Mm. So we can use irony to turn and say, well, actually, I didn't know you could talk. Well, nobody's asked me anything. Mm. Yeah. And what do you mean you're a girl? You know, well, why wouldn't I be a girl? I'm a, I'm a ship. But it doesn't mean I'm not a girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Which is quite prophetic, in a way, um, about especially about the way things are nowadays with identity politics, which is mm. fine. So, <laughs> I don't know. I said, what happens if, if one of the, if, you know, Herp being the, the hick that he is, ends up falling in love with Agnes? <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's ridicule on top of ridicule. So I think that's when the, the second episode came in, and it's just the end of the second episode is amazing because it's cartoon irony of them crashing towards a planet, crashing towards a planet, and continuing to crash towards a planet. Hmm. Still continuing to crash towards the planet, but never actually seeing them crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that, you know, it's that kind of thing where it's like somebody's going, no, and then it cuts or whatever. Well, we kind of decided to purposely go, no, no, and, and just keep it going for irony's sake, which yeah, is brilliant, yeah. which was good. Um, but I think tech, tech wise and story wise, I think we've covered most of it but yeah there was plans for uh, additional cast and stuff 
Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, so one thing we did with this one uh, that we haven't done with any of the others uh, since was the, should we say the, the interludes, the trailers? Oh, in the, the adverts. Yeah. yeah, the adverts. So we thought, because we called it VIPs, because what we wanted to do is bring the 70s back into it, yeah. obviously acknowledge it's Battlestar Galactica and throwbacks and shout-outs to the original Battlestar. Mm. So one was the theme tune, which we'll talk about later. And two was we called it Vips, because yeah. Vips. Um, and we did the graphics in the same style as Chips, the California yeah. Highway Patrol. So a, a song ad, out at about the same time as the original Battlestar Galactica, if not just a little bit further further forward mm. so um we called it vips and we thought what was the most iconic thing you can remember about chips apart from the theme tune yeah separate subject was the fact that when it went to commercial break the uh, the radio um controller the police radio controller would come in and go beep 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 attention all units chips will return in a moment yeah and then the lead back in out of the advert break would be, and now returning you to chips. Yeah. So we just completely ripped it. <laughs> and then, Borrowed. So, <laughs> yes, we were completely inspired by it. Yeah. And turned it from chips to vips and did this kind of fake radio announce, radio controller uh, voice, which was me, pitch shifted mm-hmm. up. Um, sounds pretty good, actually, to be fair, even to this day. Um, and do an homage to that so we thought okay so what are we going to put in the middle so we started coming up with adverts which kind of mocked adverts of the time yeah pretentious adverts like the um perfume adverts yes you know for man for what what did we call the actual i can't remember do you remember i remember you used uh, number six in the imagery uh but i can't yeah, remember so we what... used baltar number six and the sound because it was Something for man, for woman, for Cylon. Yeah. Because um, it's referencing New Caprica here. Something right, like yeah. New Caprica. Not for man, for woman, for Cylon. Um, and I think one of the best ones... Oh, yeah, one of the best ones. Because that wasn't the first... I can't remember what the first one is. What's the first one from Pebbles? I don't. I remember something, something call center, something, something silence. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Um, yes, it was a new Caprica work. one. Yeah. It yes. So it the the first one was a new Caprica reference because they were talking about uh, people informing. Yes, that was so it. So it was yeah. it was it was basically a hotline number. Being informant today. Yeah. Um. Uh, something like informants are us or something daft like that. Or, or, or information for you, something definitely. So it's based like a call-centred, one of those kind of legal-type yeah. ambulance-chasing adverts as a kind of a reference to that. And then my favourite one of all, I think, is in episode three. Uh, it could be episode two, but either one of the two, is the car dealership That's with, right. with Ty. I think yeah. that was <laughs> that was amazingly well done. If yeah. I say so myself. I actually had to learn some kind of rudimentary animation software to get in the lip sync going with his uh, sure, animating yeah, yeah. Yeah, Michael's uh, mouth on that one. Um, but I, th- I thought that was pretty good and astounded when it turned out that the ending line was you couldn't get a better deal from a Cylon. Hmm. 
about it. Sorry, I'm just remembering the advert now. It's like one careful lady owner by the name of Starbuck. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Which was amazing. Um, but yeah, you couldn't get a better deal from a Cylon actually foreshadowed um, Ty being a Cylon. That's right, yeah. By two and a half years. That was amazing. Yeah, lucky guess. <laughs> lucky guess. Um, yeah, so, yeah, the adverts, I love the adverts. Yeah, they were a lot adverts. of fun. They, were, they yeah. were fun to do. Yeah, absolutely. I loved getting my uh, Colonel Ty grumpy voice on. That was brilliant. Yeah. Um, theme so, tune. Let's theme do the theme tune. tune. Let's get the theme tune, yeah, let's do the theme tune. So the theme tune was basically a merger of the Chips theme and the Battlestar Galactica theme. Mm. Pure 70s retro. If you do look at the um opening credits there's a there's a little uh there's a little easter egg in when you're watching it at the beginning at the bottom there was a during that early two sort of like mid 2000s there was this thing about stereo in dolby stereo or dolby surround where available do you remember they used to come across every program so we put (laughs) in stereo dradis where available that's right yeah (laughs) Just at just at the bottom, which was really cool, and you can still make it out even even on the YouTube clips. Yeah, just. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> just about. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we we I took inspiration from the Chips theme and the Battlestar Galactica theme, the original show theme, and put them together yeah. just to make a funky seventies, early eighties sounding, um, fun, and energetic theme, and it worked really well. And I think it worked really well with the create a create your own episode pack footage as well so it gave it some kind of really good yeah, uh, yeah intro it was probably a really good intro to be fair i think it was okay um so let's see um so i, th- I don't want this to be a moan fest but I, I thought it'd be worth putting why we didn't continue with it um and common theme with them all um not enough resources and to to be fair, we we were we weren't very good at machinima. We we tried it. No, um, we found it a really quite difficult and uh, quite time consuming. I think, yeah, looking at rooster teeth, and we're like rooster teeth stuff's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the problem was there was four or five of them, and there was only two of us. Yeah. So Moanfest aside, it was a resourcing issue. You know, we we had you know we had hardware and everything like that built and whatever but it you know we had a pc or an xbox or whatever it is hardware wasn't the issue it was just number of bodies yeah because what people got to remember is when you are doing a bit of machinima you know you can have two characters talking on the screen but in order to see them both you need a third person to actually be the camera yeah well as an example so where so i did all the video for episode three so when they're on the surface and I actually had two machines, so I had two PCs next to each other, uh, running across that, uh, moving the mouse up and down on one. I had Fraps recording on the other, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite interesting getting these long views of them running across uh, the mountain range and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it, it took a I fair think with rooster practice. teeth. <laughs> yeah, with rooster teeth, they were all in the same room. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So they had a, a, about four Xboxes hooked up together, and they were playing like local multiplayer and they recorded one of the xboxes or a couple of the xboxes yeah. but it was four people five people in the same room yeah and me and darren weren't in the same room so yeah yes it was it, it technically 
it's it's doable but i think it was just logistically it was wasn't very easy to do for us yeah yeah uh, but apart from that, I actually really enjoyed this project. Uh, I thought, unfortunately, the speed that we work at, it finished before uh, better technology came along. Um, so I, I think it kind of lost its lost its appeal, shall we say? Yeah, because uh, that's a fair point. Uh, yeah, because we got to the well, Battlestar Galactica concluded with five seasons, and uh, I mean we talked for for years of oh we can do this we can do this or this tool's out now we can try this, uh, but once the finale it was just kind of like well is it really worth doing now? Yeah, well let's not talk about the finale. Yeah, you know, um, I think I think that was I think that kind of killed the show and any kind of momentum around it. And then, unfortunately, we didn't know. They started coming out with the direct-to-DVD stuff like Razor and... Sure, um, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Blood and Chrome, which was really good. Yeah. Um, the Plan, another one. The Plan. The Plan Plan was first, wasn't it? And that was excellent. Yeah, it, did. it really did tie the show up. It was more of the ending, actually, what we should, what, what the show should have had, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was, that was really good, but... It was. I think the momentum had gone, and we started moving on to other projects. That's right. I think yeah. it's also down to because I think Guildies, which we'll talk about at another podcast, suffered the same technical limitations as well. Yeah, that doing machinima is really hard if there's not many people. And I think just doing a project, um, all our projects, if it's a small number of people, unless it's a very very simple project like this, doing a podcast is fine. It's just having yeah. a conversation. But yeah, yeah. when you're wanting to do something scripted, add sound effects, I'd put, put video footage in there. It's, it's a different thing. You do need people. Yeah. So that was it. That was Viper Pilots. Uh, three episodes are available, and they will be available forever. Um, Excellent. It would be a project I'd, I wouldn't mind revisiting, but I th- I personally think the moment's passed. Maybe we could do a, something similar. In fact, we do have these discussions often of, could we resurrect and do X, Y, Z? Um, so we never know. It, it might be a something, but what, one know. day I think one day I think we'll have the conversation about whether we're, you know, which project we want to resurrect and yeah. how we're going to do it without alcohol being involved. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe we will. But most of the time, let's be honest, when we have that conversation, alcohol's been involved. And yeah. Wouldn't it be great if? And I think. That's the reality of it. I mean, if you're, if I was going to reboot this now, it wouldn't be anywhere near Machinima. Correct. Um, yeah, yeah. It would be it would be people in suits and green screens. Yeah. Um, but would it work? I think episode one would work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe episode one and two would work, but down on the planet, it depends. It depends. No, it's a I've nice got a idea. Lot of fields near me, which is great. Yeah, that, absolutely. Um, asteroid fields, where is it? No. <laughs> Technology's moved on. Technology's moved on since then. So, yes, nice pipe dream. Unless, of course, somebody wants to, 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 who's listening to the project wants us to do it, then let us know and then we'll start a Kickstarter for it. Because yeah, if the money's there, the it. people will be there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got a tenner spare, so that's £10 to put in. If oh, we nice. can get to 20 <laughs> 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 cool but yeah that was Vips uh, like I said it's available on archive.org with the rest of our stuff and it's you're more than welcome to watch it and enjoy it but like I say it's there uh, and I still think it 
it's it's still a nice idea and and still relevant to this time I, I, I love it I think the adverts are great indeed cool well I hope you enjoyed that um, next one we'll bring you will be Gildy's um, but based on based on the speed we work at it'll be another couple of months yeah that'd be fine it, that actually will be quicker than actually it took us to produce those episodes in the first place <laughs> indeed all right thanks very much everyone hope you enjoyed it and we'll speak to you next time cheers and goodbye <laughs>